Hi, and welcome back to Scatterpot Pod. I'm EJ. And I'm E. And we're here talking about what we like to watch, TV-wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was not what I meant. <laughs> well... <laughs> okay, so uh, we were t- talking about this briefly earlier, and we were saying, you know, is there anything in particular that you started to watch recently uh not tv show wise i don't watch a lot of them for some reason i don't know why uh but i've been to the cinema a few times so a quiet place the second part that was really good i do oh, recommend yeah. you watch that that was fun have you did you watch the first one i'm not really into horror that's fair enough it is it is creepy because you can't make sound at all you can't make sound they what can't do you make, mean like as so the characters can't make sound because these monsters that have come down they're aliens i think it's never really explained where they came from oh but they um yeah sorry spoilers <laughs> they, <laughs> uh, they basically come down and they can't see but they can hear so if you talk or like a phone goes off or something they find you and they will just kill you like it's it's crazy That's so creepy like you're not gonna watch it if it's horror so i'll let you know like literally stop listening if you've not watched the film and you want to <laughs> um so it's a centered around this family who have a deaf daughter so they all already know oh. sign language right so like they're surviving because they don't have to talk to to communicate communicate. um so there it's like starts off with you watching this family and um and when you first start watching it, you don't know that it's sound that attracts these monsters. So you mm. don't understand why they're trying to be really quiet. Because the first... You don't hear noise in the first sort of ten minutes of the film. It's like dead silent. That's it's quite crazy. creepy itself. Yeah, well, it really it makes you tense. Because you're like... You're waiting for the noise. Anyway, they have this little boy who picks up a toy off of one of the shelves that makes noise. Mm. And um, they think they've taken the batteries out. And he oh, puts them no. back in, and he turns the toy on, and he gets murdered within the first like ten minutes of the film. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's like this little kid—he can't be older than five. Oh, that's horrible! And you literally watch it happen, and it was like—I I remember watching it with my mom, and I was just like, "What the fuck have I just watched?" <laughs> like, I literally because a, a reminder again: there is potentially like, well, not potentially, there is going to be swearing <laughs> on this podcast. So if it easily offends you, please switch off. Um, otherwise, feel free to continue <laughs> listening. My apologies. Um, <laughs> Don't apologise. Don't apologise for being yourself. So they, um, this film keeps going. She's pregnant and has to have the kid in silence, which is a whole oh my plot point of the film. Oh my god. Um, anyway, really good, really well done. The children actors in it are fantastic. And the second one just came out. Um, and it's the first one is. Um, Emily Blunt's in it. She's one of my favourite actors. Mm-hmm. So, um, and her husband, actually, they wrote it and directed it together, I think. So it's okay. like, so they acted in it as well. Um, but they, yeah, second one came out and when I found out, I told my mum immediately because we love it. And I was like, let's go. Because we haven't been to the cinema in ages, obviously. Fuck lockdown. But um, <laughs> <laughs> just as a side. Um, so we watched that. And then because we can, we went to the cinema again. And that was the second Suicide Squad, which again... Oh, I really want to see that. It was so good. It was so good. I, I mean, really I say it. I really want to see it. I haven't actually even seen the trailer for the second one, but I, I love the first one. I would actually advise that you don't. That oh, you just okay. go and see it. Because it, I think... I mean, everyone has their different opinions on a film, but I think... I, I actually think it was better than the first one. And oh. that's very rare. I think it's very rare that a sequel to a film is actually better and it was. I, I mean, me and my mum were sat there um, not really expecting anything. We just wanted something to do because mm. the boys play golf. So they'd gone for four or five hours and we were just like, well, if they're going to do that, we'll go to the cinema or something. So we <laughs> we were just sort of sat down and we were the only people in the cinema, which I love because we basically talked through the entire <laughs> Which I generally hate. Cinema faux pas. <laughs> we were the only ones in there. So I was like, it's fine. Usually I would not do that. Oh, but, I have a confession um, regarding like you talking. Talk- no, 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 no. I don't. I told this, these two people off, like very bluntly, for talking uh, through. Um, was it called Legend of the Ten Rings? Yeah, yeah. They were they were talking and talking. To- I'm getting sidetracked. You you finish, <laughs> and then I'll say. Because um, yeah, so that film was also very very good. Main- 
Harley Quinn is one of my favourite characters. Mm-hmm. So for me, because um, DC films have been pretty shit recently. <laughs> Their Justice League, I didn't like. Um, I haven't seen that. I just didn't like it. I don't think it was very well written, which is funny because I think they're, they're Wonder Woman, Birds of Prey, and the second Wonder Woman, I assume I haven't seen the second one yet, but tend to get... They are much better done. Mm. So I was um, like actually really pleasantly surprised by the second Suicide Squad. It was well written. It was funny. It was. Re- it, there were parts of it where I was actually laughing out loud, which I don't generally do, but okay. I was like, it's actually making me laugh. Can't go wrong with Idris Elba. Something nice to look at, you know. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then actually, my third one was going to be Legend of the Ten Rings because that was ah. the, that's the one I saw last week. Yeah, so. I saw that. I saw that the the other week. I can't remember exactly when because all the days blur into one at the moment. But I went to see that with Connor, mm. um, and yeah, I I don't normally like like to be rude to people at all. I mean, obviously, it's, it's not like I would <laughs> like to be rude to these people in general at this point. But you know the. Again, potentially spoilers. I'm not actually going to give anything away about the film, but, you know, spoilers. Um, In the first few minutes of the film, it's subtitled. Yeah. So you're trying to watch the subtitles, and we've got two people behind us, like, literally just, like, commenting on everything, and it's like, you're not being quiet while commenting. You're also, like, talking while the film has actually started, which Mm. generally you don't do if there's other people there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they just kept talking and kept talking and kept talking and they were being really quite loud about it and it was distracting from the film. And I did, I, I turned around and I went, will you please shut up if you need to talk? There's a coffee shop downstairs. Mm. And they did stay quiet for the rest of the film. Well, but I felt I felt bad afterwards. But it's like, do you know what? It was literally, it was getting on my last nerve. And I put up with it for what well, it felt like about... 20 minutes or so but it might have been maybe 10 I don't know 10 minutes because I mean when I was watching the film there are parts of it that are obviously in a foreign language Mm. so it's like it's hard enough keeping up with what's happening reading the subtitles um understanding it because also a bit of it was quite not technical but a lot of it was the backstory to his life and like how he became what he was and um like kind of super important to the plot point yeah. was that first 10 minutes of the film. And I think, I don't think it's unfair to turn around and tell someone to shut up because it's like, you know you're not supposed to be talking in a cinema because no, you are irritated. Because I will say, when I went to see um, A Quiet Place, again, the film is silent. Yeah. It's all, like, you have to be watching because it's all of the nuances of the acting in the facial yeah. expression and all of that rather than relying on the dialogue. And uh, I will say this irritated me in terms of the cinema because they were letting people in sort of 15, 20 minutes into the film. No, that's not... For so they were walking way. in with their phone torches on, trying to find their seats. And me and my mum were like, we've just spent 20 quid to see this film. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> not on. And then there was people that were, like, chatting. Um. I mean, as they were sort of sitting down, they did quieten down because I would have said something otherwise. But I was just like, this is a silent film. Will you please shut the fuck up? Like, I'm trying... To watch the film and you're just... It ruins the whole thing. Oh, it's like, that's the thing. Normally, I, I don't even know what it was about these two people. They were they were right behind us, like, diagonally behind us. And I kept, like, looking behind to see, like, who it was. Is it, like, is it a young child or, or what? Yeah, because I guess that there is, yeah. But it wasn't. It was too, like, I think... I don't know. They looked like teenagers. Classic. I mean, I'm I'm terrible at judging age anyway, as we all know. But um, yeah, they they were just like, but the whole way through, and it's just like I just I turned around, and I just went, I was like, can you shut up, please? If you need to chat, there's a coffee shop downstairs, and just went back, and I was like, I swear they're just gonna chuck popcorn at me or something. In which case, I'll just eat it. But, you know. <laughs> um, but I was, like, expecting all the way through for them to potentially just, like, lean forward and pour their drinks on me or something like that. They didn't, thank goodness. Well, Probably because they realised they were in the wrong. Yeah, there's no way for them to be in the right there because it's just, like... I guess I would be a bit more lenient if it was, like, a kid or something because, yeah. like, you, they can't control what they do. Um, but they can, but... 
obviously they don't want to sit in silence for long periods of time. I get that. Well, but, yeah, but in which case, don't go to the cinema. Well, yeah, that's also true. But it's like teenagers and above. It's like you know, you know, you're supposed to be quiet right now. Yeah, exactly. It would irritate the hell out of you if it wasn't you speaking. Just have some respect for the people that are around you. Yeah. And also, um, if you are going to speak, at least, like, whisper in the person's ear so yeah. it isn't actually really loud. Yeah, because, I mean, everyone wants to make a comment every now and again. I get that. But, like, to actually just have a conversation through the beginning of the film... Yeah, so is... they were literally like, oh, that's so selfish of him. That's so selfish. Can you believe that he's done that? And it's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, either that or I'm going to join in the conversation and say, yes, yes, I can believe it. Now, can you shut up and watch the film? Anyway, getting sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> Massively. <laughs> um, <coughs> right. Um, yeah, so that was The Legend yeah. of the Ten Rings. <laughs> yeah, again, fantastic film. Um, yeah, I thought that was really good. He was very good in it. I, I am ashamed to say I don't know his name. <laughs> um, but I liked the no romance aspect in it. Yeah. Because Marvel has a like a history of just trying to force romantic relationships into their films mm. and it's just like it's not really needed like it's not I don't I've never really seen why a romance is needed in this sort of situation because it just it wouldn't have fit yeah like it was it was sort of hinted at towards the end I I guess a little yeah. bit but it was like it was more about them being, being friends. friends and him dealing with you know the shit show that was his family. <laughs> uh, um, but, no, I've, I thoroughly enjoyed it. He's he's quite funny, actually. He has mm. a TikTok that he makes on. Oh my God. <laughs> and he makes he makes these little skits, and they're quite funny. But his whole comic se- comment section is just full of people going, wow, you're really good at this. You should be an actor. Because <laughs> it's like <laughs> taking the piss out of him. It's really funny. Oh, brilliant. Um, no, there were... Actually, one of my biggest pros that i was saying to my mum about this film was that um the women in it were really sort of badass from the beginning oh yeah but also not overly sexualized yeah because like the whole thing with black widow because obviously she was a very badass character mm. from the beginning but she was also very much for the male gaze <laughs> i shall say rather than a female one not that scarlett johansson isn't very attractive but it's it was obviously very purposefully done to accentuate what she looks like rather than mm. her as an actual character. But it just wasn't the case in these films. They yeah. were just... They were actually beating the men most of the time. <laughs> it was so good. Um, no, so I liked that. Uh, well, speaking of Black Widow, have you seen the Black Widow? Film? I haven't seen the film yet. Okay. I haven't seen Cruella either, but I do really want to see both of those. Oh my God. Okay, well... Me personally, like, without giving any spoilers or anything, go see Cruella first. Right. Because Cruella's amazing. Yeah, I know. I've heard really good reviews about it. And when I was seeing the little, like, clip bits that you can get... Clip bits? <laughs> um, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, yeah I, I thought... Um, Emma Stone, right? Played yeah. Cruella. She, I thought she was doing quite well when I saw it. Oh, I'm gutted that I didn't get to see it, so I, I do want to see that. Well, um, a side note, but uh, if it's on at the Rex or something, um, oh, or yeah, the Odyssey, possibly. we could go see. Yeah, Because I would definitely go and see it again. I've actually seen it twice already. <laughs> um, so the first time I went to see it, we kind of left once the credits started rolling. Mm. And when I went to see it the second time, it was the person I was meant to go and see it with first. Oh. Um, so I kind of, I didn't tell them that I'd seen it already. Mm. Uh, and I think I kept it to myself fairly well that I had, that I'd seen it already. But we did stay till after the credits and there was a post credit scene. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So, um, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, if, if you do go see it in the cinema. Make sure I stay for the... Yeah. Make Good. sure you stay for the post credit scene. And um, did you see the post credit scenes um, after Legend of the Ten Rings? Because there were two. I think I only saw the one. Oh, excuse me. I saw the one where... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that film made me laugh quite a bit. Where they're in the karaoke. 
Oh yeah, yeah that, that was, was that good. one made me laugh. That, that was, was good. good. That was good. That made me laugh. That, that did make that did make me laugh. Because I did wonder when I was be responsible. Or <laughs> why is that us? That is very much us. Very <laughs> much us. If we found out what he did, then we he did through those like, however long it was yeah. that he was fighting, and then just decided we should really get some sleep and go to work. We're like, fuck that. <laughs> Let's go get Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then go to Pop World. <laughs> go to Pop World. <laughs> and then get more Thai food. Because more... by that time, it'll be open again. 4am Thai food. <laughs> uh, uh. Do you reckon to... No, Thai... Blah, can't speak. Mr. Ting's isn't open at 4am, is it? I mean, I wish, but I don't think so, no. Yeah, we could always ring, like, knock on the We, we come here Beef enough. Pan <laughs> Bad time. Yeah, I think we'd be banned. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like us that much. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a compliment to them that we'd walk. I mean, I'm assuming we'd walk. We probably wouldn't. My, my leg is too bad for that. We'd get, like, an Uber from town to Mr. Ting's just to knock on the door and be like, can we please have Thai food? <laughs> I'm so hungry. Um, <laughs> we're getting very sidetracked. We are getting very sidetracked. Um, what so- else have I watched recently? I'm trying to think. Why would you know what I've watched? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, because I'm trying to trying to because I've watched something. So this is quite well, you. Was, I know we were talking about TV earlier, and I know you said you don't really watch TV, but didn't you say you were watching something? I was watching. I was watching a K drama. To be fair, that's the one. Um, The Devil Judge, fantastic, very well done. Hmm. Terrifying. A lot of murder <laughs> happening. A lot of whipping happening, and not in a sexy way. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they legitimately flogged someone. Like it was like on national television. It was crazy. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah. So the whole premise is that uh, it's set, funnily enough, after a pandemic oh. that's like absolutely decimated the economy, uh, and people are like rioting against the powers of control and police, and, and so mostly what they've based it on the is. Yes, but what they based it, speci- what they were specifically focusing on was the justice system mm. and how like judges are corrupt, and it's going through how these people at the top are, you know, fabricating a whole thing—not the disease, but they're like fabricating results and how that people with money get out on bail and how people with money don't get like actual harsh prison sentences, and then they oh, wow. make the courtroom uh, a TV show. Interesting. So they film the court proceedings and then allow the public to judge whether the person is guilty or not. That's and then they judge what the judge will then say um, <coughs> what he believes the punishment for this person should be. And mm. if the public say yes, it has to happen. So he's getting all of these high profile people in that usually wouldn't be given um, the proper punishments and he's giving them like 256 years in jail and you know flogging someone one of them was discussing actually physically castrating someone like to be fair he had admitted to sexually assaulting people so it was like it was like the punishment should fit the crime absolutely and the amount of times you've committed a crime so it's really interesting but then undercurrent of all of this is that the devil judge the guy that they hired to be the judge of this mm. uh, live courtroom has this whole backstory thing which is devastating and then they've got the other character come in um, and he's like that young wants to change the world sort of mm. puppy like it's some proper puppy dog eyes I'm not gonna oh. lie um, and they're like both and he sorry they've brought this second guy in to be uh, like an assistant kind of judge to this main judge mm-hmm. and the whole Thing, the whole first few episodes is those fight them fighting over whether this courtroom is, you know, like a is this is this how it should be? Is this like what we believe our mm-hmm. justice system should be? And then it, it this whole it, there's sixteen episodes and the whole sixteen episodes it's taking you through the ringer of the system is is right the system is fair. Mm. and then it's go then you switch your mind and you're like but it's really not is it so like is this system fair and you you really actually start to think about your own moral compass because (coughs) the way he was it's okay the way he was explaining it about that uh, the castration episode was like very much like you were behind him you were like do you know what like low key that seems fair (laughs) yeah and obviously there's whole there's whole other plot points uh, with this like 
person that wants to change the world and do good and be good and it's almost like his descent into mm. the darkness kind oh, of no. thing yeah. um but in a way that's just like he still wants to change the world yeah. but he's realized that he can't do it by being 100 percent correct like yeah so it's 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 a really it was really interesting to watch um but again subtitled so it's mm. to pick everything up you have to be like very yeah but it was good i did enjoy it because their episodes are so long as well for k-dramas they're like a few of them are like an hour and 20 minutes oh wow um but like there's no so like breaks film. so it's like an hour long an episode oh, so wow. they take a while to watch but i i was up to date so i was watching as they came out week by week <laughs> it was stressful towards the end because they kept leaving it on cliffhangers and I was like, please, for the love of God, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I said, like, I just stop want it. to know. <laughs> In the, it was so irritating because there's this whole plot point where... Um, I won't say what it is because I don't want to ruin it for people if they want to watch it, but it was um, this massive plot point and I really wanted to know who had done it. And I and I couldn't find out because mm. the episode hadn't aired yet, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm That's going so to murder someone." This is funny <laughs> enough for a criminal justice show. Um, no, it was good. I did enjoy that one. That's good. So, what's that K drama called? Is it just the K-drama? Devil Judge? The Devil Judge. Yeah. Sorry, you did say. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Because it's it, yeah, it's Korean, so set in South Korea. So that's always interesting. An interesting uh, kind of. Dynamic. Dynamic, because yeah. obviously it's very different to our culture. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's really interesting to watch. Cool. A lot of violence, though, so if you're not into that, maybe um, don't watch it. Uh, th- yeah, violence as suggested by flogging someone on the Yeah, that's fair uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe there should be a warning at the beginning of this one that's just like, yeah, there are some sensitive themes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, this is, this is going to seem like completely... In a completely different direction now, but uh, I've been giving the new Gossip Girl a try. Yes, you were saying earlier. Was, um, so, because I'm going to New York in uh, in December, very, very excited about that. I'm very, I've... very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can I say? <laughs> I love it. Anyway, I'm going to New York in November. In, uh, November. No, I'm not. I'm going in December. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to keep saying it because I love the fact that I'm going to New York. It's been, it's been four years. It's been four years. It's been four years too long um, since I was last in New York. Anyway, so I thought, do you know what? I'm going to rewatch the original Gossip Girl. Yeah. And then um, I remembered that there had been something about there being like a reboot or a new one or something. So I thought, oh, I'm curious. I'll give it a go. I'll see. Mm. And uh, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. It's a completely different take on Gossip Girl. Uh, what I will say is, if anyone's thinking of watching the new Gossip Girl, don't watch it if you haven't seen the original series because it gives away the ending of the original series. So yeah, don't watch it without you know. seeing the first the first six series. The, yeah, the there six, were just series, six series. There were six series of the original Gossip. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's an interesting take because, um, the, it's like the revival of Gossip Girl. So, uh, I don't know if you if you know, but um, in the original Gossip Girl, it's very much a mystery as to who Gossip Girl is. Whereas in the new one, you see who is reviving Gossip Girl. So from the from the get go, you know who Gossip Girl is. Interesting, which is a completely different mm. uh, take take on it. Um, but it's also quite interesting because it's it's set post lockdown. So you know, there's reference to oh, you know, fine, you know, never been so glad to be back at school because um, obviously they're they're teenagers. In case anybody didn't know, <laughs> um, so they're teenagers. It's um, it's like two schools integrated into one. So you've got the all boys section and the all go- all girls section, but they are literally like sharing one building. Oh, okay. So you've got Constance, which is the girls, and uh, Saint Jude's, which is the boys. Yeah. Um, so I bet got... none of them are saints. <laughs> no, none of them. <laughs> none of them. Um, 
but yeah, so it's interesting because the so the first episode is like you know they're all really excited getting back to getting dressed to go back to school and you know they're actually going to see each other in person, which is interesting because obviously that's what we've all just well not us because we're way too old for school now. I mean, <laughs> you're not, but you know, um, uh, yeah. So it's it's what we've sort of been going through in a alongside that and uh yeah it's, it's just it's just different i haven't really made up my mind as to whether or not i like it and uh but at the same time i haven't stopped watching it so i think for me yeah. as a person that's not watched the original series mm. i think that my thought process would be is that if you're gonna like it's almost a sequel isn't it like a it's it's like a follow-on from rather than a yeah, it's like it's literally of. it's it's ten years later, and they refer to that. It's it's not the same characters yeah. again. It's different characters, and um, I mean the original characters are referenced, but it's but not. it's it's nothing to do with them. Because I think what I would, at least not yet. Anyway. I think I think it would annoy me more if they had tried to do exactly the same thing, like what you said about you knowing who Gossip Girl is this time. Yeah. I wonder if it would have annoyed me if they'd just done the same thing again because it's like, well, what was the point of the reboot? Because you want it to be similar, but you want it to be dissimilar enough mm. for it to still be interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, it it's, it's based off of Gossip Girl rather than like a reboot of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think it's, I think it's got to one you know what interest kids of and like teenagers and young adults of this mm. time rather than when original because original gossip girl was i was young when the original gossip girl came out so was i how was that yeah but i'm 10 years younger than you aren't i so yeah, i know i know when did gossip girl when did the first <coughs> season come out it was i i i don't know i think it was like 2009 maybe yeah so i would have been eight oh bloody hell <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for that. No, you can't have been eight because I was older than eighteen at that point. I would have been. No, I would have been. Oh, the year was I born? Ninety nine. So I would have been. I would have been almost ten. No, I'm ninety nine. February. Oh. oh yeah, that makes sense. Just on yeah. the millennium. Um, <laughs> which is ironic because I'm a Gen Z baby, but whatever. Um, yeah. So I mean, I never. I was, I think I was just slightly too young to get into Gossip Girl when it was first airing. Mm. Because I just, like, from what I know of it, it was not something that my mum would have let me watch <laughs> at nine. <laughs> well, to be completely honest, it's like, I think it came out in 2009. Mm. But I don't think I actually, like, I remember when Gossip, when, actually, I say it came out. The first time I watched it, it was already on DVD. Um, because a friend of mine had the DVD series um yeah sorry the series on dvd and um she started like she was like oh you know do you want to watch an episode with me and i think i watched it like halfway through or something yeah and um i was like oh this is intriguing you know i'm I'm curious enough to want to go back and watch it from the beginning and see what it is um but i think i only got to something like series three at the time, and then uh, I actually watched it all the way through, potentially in my last year of uni. It aired the first season in on the 19th of September 2007. Oh, so yeah. So that yeah, I would have been eight. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and I would have been 18. 18, yeah, yeah that makes way more sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, which makes sense, because then if I watched it for the first time in, like, 2009... Yeah. Um it would make sense that she'd already have it on DVD. Yeah, yeah, because it would have been out for a while. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I don't think I actually watched it all the way through fully until after I finished uni. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it, because I went to New York in 2013 and we did a um, film and TV... Um, what's it called? Tour 
of Central Park. Oh, yeah. Where they showed us where all the different filming locations had happened. And the bloody tour guide gave away something that I didn't know about <laughs> the last series of Gossip Girl. And I was like, la, 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 la. Because she, she said, oh, and this is the location where blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I didn't even know that was happening. So, yeah, I must have not finished watching it until after 2013. Right. Yeah, because I guess it... Oh, well, no, because if it... 2017, Yeah, because 2013 would have been the last series release. Mm. If they went every year, I yeah. think. It might be adding up wrong. I'm not very good at that. No, no, no. <laughs> You're right. 2007 to 2013, six years, six yeah. series. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you might not have finished it yet. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> that happened to my mum. Uh, again, major, major spoilers uh, with Game of Thrones. So if you don't... I mean, at this point, if you've not been spoiled for Game of Thrones, like, where have you been? But <laughs> I haven't seen Game of Thrones. But are you going to I, watch it? Probably not. Fair enough. I'll be honest. So, well, I guess I won't say it all, just in case, but um, there's a major spoiler that she got for a character called Jon Snow, who's, like, one of the main yeah, characters. Yeah, I've heard the character name. Yeah, so something major happens with this character, and she got spoiled before, before she could watch it. Oh, no. And she was actually just like, I cannot believe... That that's just been ruined for me because when I when I I binge watched I watched all six series so I caught up for the seventh series I watched all six series in two weeks oh my god <laughs> I binge watched it because here's here's where I get a lot of disagreement on my Game of Thrones Thrones feelings I didn't like the first season okay. I found it quite tedious I like. I don't know. It. I liked it, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't have kept watching it. But it wasn't interesting me as much as people said it would. Because yeah. obviously everyone was raving about Game of Thrones. They were like, mm. you'll love it, you'll love it. To be fair, it is very much my genre. I read a lot of that sort of genre. So mm. um, when I didn't like it, I was quite surprised. Or when I didn't love it, I should say, I was quite surprised. And then two to six, I could not stop watching it. Like I, It was... Season three was my favourite, but I literally, I watched it back to back the entire time. See, I'm in two minds about watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because everyone I've spoken to has said, oh, you, you would absolutely love it. It's mm. definitely your kind of thing. Which There's I a lot believe, of sex jokes in it. <laughs> well, which which I, I believe them because, you know, they they know me. But then at the same time, I've heard that there's also like, you know, very, very graphic rape scenes. Um, yeah, and some of it can I'm be. I'm sitting there like, I'm not really sure I want to put myself through watching that. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I say I've never watched Game of Thrones. I think I watched a random episode, which probably doesn't help, um, from series three or, or series four or something when I went to visit my friend in Portugal. Yeah. And um, he happened to put it on, and that's what was on. I couldn't follow a single thing, obviously, because yeah. it's halfway through well, the series. I mean... But. It's like if you what if you throw yourself into a series in a random episode and you find it intriguing enough that you want to start watching it from the beginning, mm. I take that as a sign that I'm obviously going to like it. Yeah. Now I watched that episode and I was like, I can't follow a single thing, um, which is confusing me and therefore not making me want to watch it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's not not put me off watching it because I hadn't exactly been in the frame of mind where I was like, I really, really, really want to see this. Mm. But it's just sort of made me like, I'm not bothered. Yeah, I think it's... There is a lot of triggering... Mm. Um, there's a lot of triggering shit that happens in the Game of Thrones series. Hmm. I think um, if you're easily triggered by sexual assault, rape, hmm. treatment of women, religion is a big um, plot point. I think it's in the third season where it becomes very culty. Oh. Um, that was actually a very, very interesting plot point. It's one. Of, it was one of my favourites, but that's because... <laughs> this sounds so wrong, because obviously a lot of it was wrong. Um, but it... I read and watch shows like that all of the time, so I'm not desensitised to it, because obviously it's still horrifying yeah. when you're watching it, but, like, I've never very, very luckily had to deal with anything like that, so mm. I don't have any triggers 
that are like yeah that's come thing, out like, from watching something like that i've i've watched um did you ever watch a series called 24 no but i know of it i think so my parents watched it in the in the first series yeah there is a scene where it's like it's not graphic mm. but it is very much not even hinted at it is essentially yeah. it's happening you know she's in a situation where it's either her or her daughter and it's, she's like i'm not letting my daughter go through that the trauma of that so, decision alone is yeah a... exactly so it happens to her instead mm-hmm. but you don't see it but you know so it's like i'm i'm not i'm not sensitive to the point that there can't be even the suggestion that there is rape there but what put me off is the fact that when people sit there and say, oh, you know, it's very, very graphic. And yes, you, you see the graphic. I'm not going to... What, in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. I I don't remember how bad it was. It's been It's been about two and a half years since I've watched it properly. So, yeah. like, a lot of it's sort of faded in terms of... Because I've just remembered the major plot points and the bits that I yeah. like, and obviously I don't like the scenes where <laughs> someone yeah, is getting yeah. no, sexually assaulted. So it's, but there is whole. So Ramsey Bolton is a character in it who is literally a psychopath. Right. So he does a lot of really terrible shit to two of the characters who happen to be two of my favourites. So it was a really difficult season to watch, to be honest. Um, and a lot, again, major spoilers, a lot of it is. Um, that he's like forcefully married one of the stock sisters, mm. Sansa. Um, and yeah, she ends up getting. Again, I don't think that that scene was. I don't think you can see it, but it was like the actual. But you can. It's definitely heavily implied. And it's. Yeah. You definitely see like the beginning. Uh, um, and yeah, he, he sort of rapes um, one of the sisters and makes. One of so they had a another character who basically grew up with them. He was like a prisoner. There's a whole explanation for it, but he basically grew up, yeah, with this kid, with this girl that's getting uh, raped, and he's made to stand there and watch. Oh, and he's shit. not allowed to do anything because this guy has tortured him to the point where he like can't, he can't deal mm. with it. So he's like he can't help her because he's so broken. Yeah, and she's like begging him. <laughs> to help her and it's like he can't and it's it to be fair there's some of the scenes in it that are really difficult to watch if you are like triggered by that sort of thing so Mm. it's not something that i've ever really thought about very idiotically because i've never i very luckily have never had to deal with something like that so i'm not i don't think oh that's obviously it's triggering but it's like i can watch it i'm very uncomfortable because obviously as a woman i'm very aware yeah of you know, the shit that can happen to women, as we all are. Um, but it's never, like, made me so bad that I can't sit there and watch it. Yeah. But I do know some... I know a few of my uh, friends, some of the people in my life, that I know would not like it, so I don't ever... Yeah. Like, say, oh, you should watch Game of Thrones, because it's like, you probably shouldn't, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but also, it's never, like, where in some... I don't... I can't have an example off the top of my head, but it's also not, like with certain shows where it's made as a joke. Like, it was very obviously portrayed that this guy was, like, a psychopath, a sociopath. Like, he was definitely in the wrong. It is portrayed as, this is awful. Like, this is not something that's supposed to be light-hearted. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, there's a lot of sex in it that's, you know, consensual and all fun and games and all that. But, obviously, this, this particular one was not, and it's quite heavy. Yeah. So I think, but it's, yeah, like obviously there's films out there that, and TV shows that sort of portray really sort of casual, of it, yeah. but also sort of just portray really casual sexual assault in a way that's like normalising it. Yeah. And I, again, I can't think of one off the top of my head, which is very irritating, but I mean on both the terms of um, men and women being mm. sexually assaulted, because I think there's always boundaries that are being broken. And it's just like, someone sets a boundary and you blatantly ignore it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do you think no, that absolutely. is? <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's an important um, thing that should be discussed in films. It should be discussed in our media because how else do we spread awareness about it? Mm. But, 
yeah, again, does it need to be that graphic? Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like, I I can almost, well, this is going to sound ironic now, but I can almost make an argument for why it should be that graphic. Yeah. Because it's like, the thing is, you know, there's, if it happens, you want it to be seen as it's horrible, it's bad, it's uncomfortable to watch because it's not something nice. You almost so, want to put, and I mean this in the, it's going to sound wrong what I'm about to say, but yeah. like you almost want to put the person watching in the position of the person yeah, that so is being that sexually know. assaulted because it's like, this is what it feels like. This is yeah. what someone is dealing with because it makes you, if it's making you uncomfortable, it's doing it's the doing job. Its job. It's like what I would say, how a film about racism should make you feel as a person that I'm, so I'm, I'm white, so I'm not a person of color. And mm. some of the films that talk about the racism make me uncomfortable, the racism about racism make me uncomfortable because they should, they should, take my behavior into question because mm. i'm not a person of color so how can i know when something yeah unless i make myself sit and listen to what these people have to go through every day yeah. and it's only by doing that that makes me aware enough to know that you know i don't consider myself racist but it's like there can be phrases when you're growing up as a kid that you don't realize are really harmful so yeah i'm i'm bi so i think i grew up with you know words like queer and gay and faggot being thrown around all of the time in a way that was really hurtful to me and obviously having to teach other people about why that's wrong is a massive part of who I am and then I think it took me a while to sit down and realize that you know people of color have to do this as well and god yeah. forbid they're a woman and gay on top of it because <laughs> what the fuck yeah <laughs> fighting three fronts but I think I think it's super important when films and tv make you question Mm, always and they should always make you question and i think it's important for men to watch those sorts of scenes sexual assault going back to the Mm. game of thrones bit because it's important for them to realize that like your behavior can be like this without you realizing and maybe not to the extreme of you actually raping someone but your behavior and your words especially yeah are derogatory in a way you don't understand Mm. or realize that you're being so i think it's important We've got well off track. <laughs> no, 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 but like, it's interesting to discuss it like that because that's the thing. It's like, you know, um, it's also when people uh, people talk about something and they might make a joke in like, I don't know, some kind of joke referencing sexual assault. Not that it's good or that it's fine or anything like that, but just like, I, I don't know, just um, throwing around a reference to say, I don't know, Gary Glitter, for example. Mm. Um, and they talk about it and people don't actually realise that, or they don't think that maybe the people that they are saying that in front of might have potentially gone through something like that. Yeah. And, I mean, it's 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 getting to the point where it's like you almost don't have freedom of speech because you should always have freedom of speech. But yeah. Not a freedom it's, of it's consequence, like, though. Yeah. It... It's it's almost like you have freedom of speech, but at the same time, think about what you're saying or who you're saying it to. Like, if you don't know someone incredibly well, you don't know whether or not they've gone through that. So making a comment like that is not necessarily going to be necessarily Take taken on the chin. Because also, there's some um, people that, like, as we're all aware, that use humour as a way to cope with the things that they've been through. Yeah, of course. So, like, dark humour is a massive thing as well. Yeah. But it's, like, you should you should always be aware of how comfortable the people around you are. I don't know, that's impossible to do all of the time, but you should strive to understand the people that you're with and, like, obviously not make jokes about traumatic things with people that you don't know well. Because, yeah. like, you have no idea what these people have been through. And if you trigger them... Mm. I mean, for some people, it's, like, massive PTSD... anxiety attacks panic attacks like and if you then have no way of dealing with that you've just sent someone into a yeah absolutely like because some of it some of it's not outward either when you're having a panic attack you can be having one and no one can really know like yeah you might not even realize yeah it's 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 not really until sometimes you've calmed down that you think oh shit like (laughs) i've just like had it's yeah i think it's it's a difficult topic because again as you say there is a freedom of speech but there's freedom like, to think about what you're, you're saying, saying too. too. And it, I think there's freedom for someone that you've 
taking the piss out of turn around and call you an arsehole. Like, Absolutely. Because you can't get pissy for people calling out your shitty behaviour if you're going kind to of pull the, you know, freedom of speech card. So, no, anyway. <laughs> very yeah, mass- massive off to- Massively off topic. But, no, because I think... Well, is it though? Because I think... Well, yeah, it that, is that's what I mean. I was like, it's not actually that much off topic because we're discussing things that we've watched yeah. and also topics within them. So, it's not actually off topic at all. So, Ignore actually, that. slightly <laughs> on topic... Of what we were talking about, <laughs> another TV show that does that is uh, Handmaid's, Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale, which mm. I actually cannot bring myself to watch. I haven't seen it. Uh, my mum and my brother really love it, not because it's a light-hearted show, but because it's very well done. Mm. And it's uh, based off a book my mum read. And it's basically like the infertility rate has skyrocketed. Okay. And very slowly at the beginning, women are starting to lose their rights. Yeah. So, you know... Your bank account has to be owned by a man. You yeah. like rules are coming into place, blah 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 blah, because the infertility rate's dropping too much, and then they suddenly just start gathering up all of the fertile women, mm. shooting anyone that's like not listening. Like it's proper scary, um, and they're putting these women in their camps and basically teaching them to be <laughs> bred. So yeah, like these these men who are married that. to infertile women are being given another woman that's basically, like, their pet, kind of. I've never actually watched it, so this is what I'm getting from it. And I'll explain why I haven't watched it in a minute, because obviously I've just spoken about how I can watch shows with these sort of things in them. And I think, yeah, so it keeps going, and it's based around this woman's experience in one of these homes and how she's trying to get pregnant. And, like, in between all of this, if a woman's fighting back, like, one of them, I think... uh, gets her eye taken another one of them they ask the other women to stone her to death jesus archaic and they have to wear red capes like like a sign from almost like world war Two. again very insensitive i'm aware of like how this conversation sounds but it's like they have to wear the capes when they're these like breeders kind of thing and it's them trying to get out of the country because it's literally only america classic (laughs) so they're trying to get to canada yeah. Over the border to protection and it's like her story with it. And look <laughs> in retrospect, that is something I could probably watch it. I'd be mm. uncomfortable, but I could probably watch it because obviously yeah. you're not supposed to be comfortable watching something like that. It's horrendous. Yeah. But I can't get myself to watch it because I feel like it's too real. It's something yeah. that is very probably going could happen. Like it's something and apparently the author of the book actually said that nothing that I've written here isn't happening somewhere in the world. Yeah. And it, like, it horrified me because I was just like, she's, they're right. Like, it's, it is happening. Maybe not to that extent in one singular place. Mm. But, like, you look at women's rights across the world and it's, like, even here, so we're in the UK, we still don't have equal pay. Yeah. And we're one of the... Like, we are one of the most free countries in the world mm. <laughs> in terms of women's rights. And it's like, and we still don't have equal pay in yeah. 2021. So, like, for me, when, you know, questions of our ability to vote and our rights as human beings, for me, I'm very aware that my rights as a woman can be taken away very, very quickly because there's yeah. a lot of men in power that could do it very very easily and i think for me obviously when you watch scenes of sexual assault and things like that like that is real that does happen mm. and i know it happens but to watch it go to that sort of extent in a way that i believe could happen yeah. is just i don't think i don't think i could sit and force yeah. myself to watch that's understandable but it was the way my mum talks about it, it's, it seems like it's really good. So I kind of want to force myself to watch it just so I can experience yeah. it. But um, apparently the actor in it, the main woman, is very, very good. Um, but yeah, it was it was one of those things I was just like, what the fuck? Well, that's the thing, like, the idea of it. So I had heard of the show, but I hadn't had any idea what it was about. Mm. And someone started talking to me about it and explained it not quite to the same extent as you have but um even what they were saying to me i was like i'm not 100 percent sure that i'd want to watch that yeah because for me like i mean 
I watch a variety of different genres, not horror because I'm horror. a coward. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's not that. Like, I, I don't mind thrillers, mm. but it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's certain things where it's like, I just, why do I want to see that? Yeah, you know, I do get it because I'm I. Funnily enough, you wouldn't think with a quiet place, but I'm also not really into like classic horrors or gore, like mm. saw and stuff. I've never seen the appeal of, mm. but ones that are done really well, mm. I enjoy watching. So I um really loved a quiet place. I quite liked Bird Box because that's the one where you can't see. So like if you oh, if you look it makes you it makes you basically commit suicide. Okay. So that was it was also a very interesting mm. plot point. Um, yeah, because they they never I don't, I don't remember again. This is a film I watched like three and a half years ago. It gave me proper anxiety though because I had come back from uni for the weekend to stay with my mom because she was in the mm. house on her own, um, and we watched it on the Sunday before I got the train back and I remember being on the train having to rub my chest because my anxiety was up because the film was like because there was kids involved as well so it was like and I was like oh my god and then we were doing the whole conversation after we saw A Quiet Place because I think we watched both in the same year Mm -hmm. the whole conversation of which would be worse and I think for me it would be not being able to see yeah because you can learn to sign you can learn to like communicate yeah but I just don't think that I could be without my sight. No. The the idea of losing my sight um, is something that really, really scares me. Yeah. It's, it's one of the reasons why I wouldn't have um, laser eye surgery. I mean, yeah. I wear glasses, for anyone who doesn't know. We both wear glasses. We're, we're, we're blind we're, as fuck. We both wear glasses. Um, how blind is a fuck? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um... Yeah, so I think I've had people say to me, oh, you know, why don't you wear lenses? And it's like, I, t- to be completely honest, I'm too lazy to. But with corrective eye surgery or something like that, I'm just, I know that it most likely won't go wrong. But if it does. That it's absolutely fine and that it's been tested and, you know, approved and this and the other. But do you know what? It It just takes one time. Or for something to go wrong, or there's to be an infection or something, and it's like I'm more than happy to just continue wearing my glasses. Yeah. Um, but I don't like I I wouldn't want to risk anything with my eyes. I like being able to see. I you know, mm. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> but um, it's just not something I'd want to risk. The idea of losing my eyesight just really scares me. Yeah. No, I I. I don't know. I don't know because then I think about it, and I like a lot of uh, the way things that I used to sort of calm myself down is I listen to a lot of music. Mm. So for me to lose my hearing yeah, would also true. be like. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not saying one would be worse than the other. I just like. Well, you'd learn to live with either, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. it's not like this is the worst thing that could ever happen to me, but it's it's when we were actually having the conversation of in which situation do you think you'd do better. My immediate response was always not making sound, but then I actually think about myself as a person, and I'm very, very clumsy, and I make a lot of noise. I'm <laughs> so I'm like, and I make a just, lot of noise. like I trip over things. I will immediately. <laughs> I just make noises because I can't stand the quiet, which is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, so maybe I wouldn't do so well in that situation. But the thing is, like, is it's it's different as well though, because if you're in that kind of situation where it's life or death, if you mm. make sound. You'd probably learn to, to be not, quiet, to not make sound. Well, we were talking about this when we were watching the second one because they were, they obviously put jump scares in for the character, mm. but they don't yelp because they've obviously taught themselves that if you like jump, because I would make a noise if something startled me, I'll go, oh, like yeah. you'd inhale or you'd, but you can't even make that much noise. You have to be like mm. deadly silent. So it was like, we were talking about the evolution of it and it would be like eventually the people that can do that would be the people that survive because they can, yeah. they can shut it down but I don't think I could shut because it's like your flight or fl- your fl- your fight or flight response it would be mm. you're just like oh shit I'm just going to make noise because I've been able to for my whole life it's, it's interesting though because um, when you first started talking about A Quiet Place mm. it reminded me of an episode of Buffy mm. because you know 
who, I'm, who doesn't know I'm obsessed with that buffy? <laughs> if you didn't know, I am. You know now? Blah. Can't speak. <clears throat> yeah, so there's an episode of Buffy yeah. um, called Hush. And it's essentially where these um, monsters, characters, whatever, they come in and they steal people's voices. Um, and the idea is that when they then go to kill them, they can't scream. Oh. Which is terrifying. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, uh, so the the acting in that episode is absolutely superb. Because even when they say, you know, when they mouth hello to each other, there's no like that or anything like that. It's literally, it's just mouthing it and not making any kind of sound. It's done really, really well. If you haven't seen the episode, I highly recommend it. Even if you've never seen Buffy, just watch that episode. It's very, very well done. Um, it sounds interesting. It's um, There's also funny bits in it because, obviously, you have to gesture for certain things. And, um, again, you can't snicker. They can't snicker. I can, obviously. <laughs> I'm watching it. But they can't snicker. They can't do anything like that. And it's it's just it's really interesting to watch. Definitely watch it. It's you a good episode. You don't realise how much, like... Um... It's one of the later series as well. You don't realise how much you just we use sound to communicate. And mm. I don't mean like talking, obviously we use that to communicate, but I mean like laughing, yeah, um, crying, sobbing, like any sort of like so when <laughs> you're here when you listen to it, but like when you talk and I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah, like just sounds is yeah, the yeah. thing we use to communicate and it's it's very interesting when you suddenly don't have them how it stops yeah. a certain level of communication. Like when you can't see someone's facial expressions and it's so like if you were blind or you're in bird box, you're wearing a blindfold when you're outside. Or you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. No like they can't see, <laughs> they can't see. We could be smiling while talking about sexual assault, which we're not, but like it's, yeah. it's, you don't realize how much you're relying on someone's facial expressions to, Absolutely. to navigate your way through a conversation until you can't anymore. Yeah. I think, it, well, I think it's fascinating. I, I find that quite interesting because um, when I'm at work and everyone's wearing face masks... Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> I'm sitting... Like, they don't realise when they when I say, I can't hear you, and I can tell that they're trying to enunciate their words yeah. behind the mask. And it's and like, it's I like, still can't... <laughs> I still can't hear you because you're wearing a mask, there's a screen, the tea urn is boiling, and, uh, you know, we've got music at blaring mainly to encourage you to speak up um that's not actually the people reason don't realize how much a screen actually acts as a barrier for sound yeah. because i work in a pharmacy <laughs> for the people that did not know <laughs> i um so i'm we're obviously wearing ppe all of the time so we've got like the screens they're wearing masks we're wearing masks and i'm like <sighs> So it's also a lot of elderly, which is like nothing against them, obviously, but they speak quite quietly. Yeah. And some, I'm quite tall, so I'm 5'10", uh, 5'11", and a lot of the elderly are a lot smaller than me. Mm. So like on a level anyway, I struggle to hear. And then through a mask and through the, uh, the screen, I'm just like, I'm really sorry, I'm going to need you to repeat that because I'm taking in names to give out prescriptions and if I get it wrong... Yeah. Um, it can like mess up a whole system, and if yeah, we've got absolutely. like five people waiting, people get frustrated, and it's like obviously. But um, mm. it's it's interesting, and again with the facial expressions because they can't see what I'm. I look like either because I wear glasses as well that cover the top half of my face, and then my <laughs> mask covers the bottom half, and everyone's just like, "What <laughs> are you doing?" And like, uh. um, but yeah, again, we don't. I didn't realize how I, much I was relying on being able to read lips. Mm most like again because reading lips is quite really difficult to do but like in certain situations in certain when you say enunciating their words Mm. like i didn't realize how much i was doing that until i couldn't anymore (laughs) yeah like oh okay (laughs) but you know what's also funny with masks it's like when um when you're saying about facial facial expressions yeah i sat there (laughs) something happened at work and i stuck my tongue out at the person (laughs) Except I'm wearing a mask. So, so you just get tell. the taste of mask in your mouth. So You're like, like, great. They can just see the top half of my eyes going, mm, like that. <laughs> but they can't see my tongue. So it's just like me widening my eyes and looking weirdly at them. <laughs> Which you could argue I do a lot. Anyway. <laughs> but um, 
So, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because when you get that used to wearing a mask as well, you forget that you're wearing it. Mm. So, yeah, you pull facial expressions. Like, to, like, on this, now, we're recording this. And beforehand, you said something, I think you were telling me about The Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Or telling us about The Handmaid's Tale. And I had a look of shock on my face. Yeah. Which you can see, but yeah. the listeners can't. And because you can't, because I'm speaking, and obviously only one of us can speak at a time, yeah. it's like they can't hear what your reaction is to it either. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, sorry for the abrupt cut off there. It looks like we're, um, uh, <laughs> our app is giving us a 60 minute cut off, which uh, went pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> Not pretty, that they told us. But... Pretty, pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Mm. <laughs> I <don't... laughs> Yeah, excuse my rambling. Um, uh, so I think we're just gonna we're gonna leave it there. But we'd love to hear from you guys as to what you're watching, um, what you think of what we've been talking about, and if you'd like to send us in any sound bites, we'd love to play them on the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I say this as though we're you know an established <laughs> podcast, but as um, if it is not you know, our friends that are watching. But uh, yeah, we we. We'd love to, whoever's listening, please send us something to show us you're alive. <laughs> and we're not just speaking to the, you know, internet, internet sphere. Yeah. Um, and we will play it on the show. Uh, on, on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye.